Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. That's good. We got any new people in the building? Yeah, we brought all brand new. And Jesus, somebody, you better recognize who you know. You know Jesus, he makes things brand new. Kind of like these shoes. 1989, y'all. I had these in 89. I would pump these up, right? And the theory was, if you pumped them up, you could dunk. Here's the thing. I've never dunked on 10 foot. Oh, you want to pump them? Is that what you about to do? No? But uh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. I never bumped, dunked on 10. But man, I have dunked in many dreams in my own mind. For real. Today's about vision. I think somebody's got to start dunking. I think you got to start seeing things a little differently. I think God wants to invite us into walk by faith, not by sight. We're not people of sight. We're people of? We're not people of sight. We're people of? We're not people of sight. We're people of? Faith. That means what we see, we see it differently. We see how God wants to see it. We see his purpose, his power, and his passion. Helen Keller, who was born blind and lived blind, they asked her, what would be worse than being blind? She said, To have sight, but no vision. I wonder if today, where we find the most pain, relationally, job, house, you name it, could be that we just don't have heaven's perspective on how to see it with vision. Seeing beyond what we see. When there's a vision, people can run with it and follow it, and it's clear, and we can all get on the same page. It's beautiful. Roger Bannister was the first person ever to break the four-minute mile, okay, in 1950, I think three. It was in the 50s for sure. So all the existence of mankind, thousands of years, thousands, nobody could break the four-minute mile mark. People could get close, and he, he thought logically it didn't make sense to him. Someone has to be able to break it. He finally broke it. I think it was three minutes, 59 seconds, point four. Oh. I wonder if it was laser timed if he would have broke it. But 46 days later, the next person broke it. Thousands and thousands of thousands of years. 1953, four minute mile broken. 46 days later, four minute mile broken. How? Vision. If you start to believe, belief is more powerful. Hope is more powerful than your current situation. So today I pray we see Legos like an Eiffel Tower. Maybe we see science class as the ability to bring life on Mars. Maybe you see on the hoop court that you are LeBron James and you are Jordan from the free throw line. Maybe you start to see your local park as ideal, not something that we just drive by. I think today Arnold Schwarzenegger, he said uh, he loved... When people would tell him something was impossible, he would say, I just go out and do it. It's impossible. I just go out and do it. What's impossible? People told you something, your, your background can't get you somewhere. You just go out and do it. What's the setting that you felt that you're constantly pushed down, the weight, the restraint, uh, you can't get there. Well, today, maybe bow. Maybe it's new. Maybe there's a whole new type of power and passion. Now, um, it's so important to know this big thought before we jump into the message, is this. Vision will pay more than money ever will. If we're living for a paycheck or things or the next pumps, we've, we've missed the whole mark, friends. 
But when we understand the purpose of life and how to be faithful in it, we start to find that we're free, free to run, free to be, free to enjoy, free to express pain, you name it, free to be in Jesus. And so today, um, I want to share something that has been really neat. For some months, we've been having a conversation with some high prominent business leaders that of all places in the world, they've been looking at bringing their headquarters to Lansing, Michigan. And uh, it's going to be really, yeah, it's huge. So before we do that, because I think it's, 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 it's worth to get our hearts right because of how bold the news is. Jesus, thank you for today. God, thank you for the families represented here. God, I pray today that we would be invited to the table, invited to the conversation. Vision is not for a person. It's not just for an exclusive team. It's for an exclusive family, all of us that are in your dream team. Everyone that puts their faith in you is in the family. Maybe there's people here today that they, they don't know who you are yet, Jesus. I pray you'll reveal yourself to them, and they'll simply say, take my life. I take yours. It's in your name we pray today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this company is a tech company, and they've been looking at capital cities, and they've looked at Lansing as a capital city that need a little bit more kind of revitalization. And so as they've been doing studies over the last three years, they've been looking at the landscape, the lay of the land. They've been uh, surveying the schools, Everett, Eastern, and Sexton. They've been looking at some of the housing market down some of the dead ends that nobody drives down. They've been looking at, you know, outside of MLK, Homes, Pleasant Grove, Cedar Penn. They've been seeing all the businesses that are opening. Um, they're seeing it all. And what they've decided was they didn't want to open up their headquarters in the suburbs. So what they've decided is this is crazy. They invited us to be one of the executives at the table to give a voice from people of faith at the table. Um, they're bringing 1,300 jobs to Lansing. And here's why they're doing it. Look. They're trying to close the gap economically that they're going to be hiring a majority of those positions for people right from the Lansing School District, right from DeWitt, Grand Ledge. They're, they're going into our school, and then they want to take some of the money. This is, this is surreal. Take some of the money and repave the roads because they've recognized that the city's struggling trying to get the roads redone at a time. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, what? They want to take actually some of the money and pour it back into the schools. I'm in this conversation. I'm sitting there thinking, are you, come on, we came in at the right time. I was like, we, we came in at the right time, right? I got, got, so many other people were trying to persuade us to move to their city, and God said, Bloom, where you're at? We have a video that they, um, that they have developed that is their, their press article, their press release. Check it out. Revelation 21, 1 through 7. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. 
and sets it. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have his heritage. And I will be his God, and he will be my son. Behold, I am making all things new. That tech company happens to be Heaven's press release. Someone's like, man, where's the company? Man, it's even better. That's an extreme example to take you from one place to another because here's why. I think too often, here's the bait we're taking, that somehow if a business, a position, or resources came, that that would be the solution. Jesus never promised that we wouldn't go through pain. In fact, he said that, behold, I will be with you always. That the promise was the fact that we are close with God all the time. That pain's part of the process. That the roads are going to look that way. Hey, it might get worse. Then what? Or is our speech going to be the same? That God has sent us to be on mission from his kingdom to act differently, think differently, to see differently, to love differently. Forgive, bless and we find ourselves connected with him, it's freeing. And we recognize that the company he offers is way more liberating than the world could ever offer on its own. In Revelation 21, I find it very interesting that the scriptures end with a glimpse of the end. And sometimes when you think about heaven, it's difficult because What's it going to be like? I remember being 12 years old, talking with my uncles. What's heaven going to be like? Can we dunk? And was, everything was revolved around sports, right? Can, are we going to play three on three? Are we going to work or whatever, right? And it's going to look a lot like here, but, but the best of here. New heavens and a new earth. We will occupy a new earth. There will be a holding place and then a new earth. See, that in a garden it all began that God was with his people and that sin entered in from a wrong choice. And we've been seeing the groanings and the birth pains of that. And that in the end, God will restore all things new. He'll come down. New city. New home. We pick up the text, Revelation 21, verse 1. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And the sea was no more. There's just no need for it. And I saw the holy city, new Lansing, New Jerusalem. Now, I use Lansing there real quick because, well, Jerusalem, it's not in front of your face, but Lansing is. Lansing, Michigan, United States, ends of the world. That's our context when we read it through Acts. Now, the context there, absolutely. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth. And Jerusalem, very significant literal and even figurative of what God represents, but, but also representative of his people of what we're going to have and possess, this new city. Where everything's going to be right, we're going to be with God. Coming down out of heaven from God. You get a present, y'all? If you get a present that says from God, from God, you're geeked. You're geeked. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm still stuck in the Goonies era, right? Where, where they go nuts when they find out they got a treasure map with a pirate ship with the potential opportunity for gold. We have a letter from God that tells us about a new home and a hope everlasting. 
Maybe that's not exciting for some people here because maybe life hasn't broke you yet. One one wise person said that life has a way of breaking us all. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. Life has a way of breaking us all. Now coming down out of heaven, this gift from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now last year, I got the opportunity to uh, about 10 weddings um, overall I've done, and last year I did eight of them. And it was a great time, but every wedding I've noticed a couple things. You see the excitement, and then also you have the one person that just has to say, you know, whether it's in the speech or offline at the dinner, and married couples will laugh at this, but this is so true. Well, enjoy today, but you know it's really going to get hard. The first year is a little rough, and, and year two, marriage is not easy. So I'm grateful you guys are together here on this special day. We'll be praying for you when it gets tough. It's going to be difficult. And I'm like, let me just let them enjoy the day. <laughs> Can they just enjoy the day? Can they? It's one day, man. We know it's going to get hard. Newsflash, it's hard. It's like, okay, so get this. Today what we're saying is this. There's going to be pain, but for one day, can you enjoy what the ending's going to be like? On one day, can we not talk about the roads, the gun control, the pile? Okay, for one day, can you get your mind of what heaven's going to be like for one day? And I think God doesn't want to just be one day. I think he wants us to re-up all the time with this heaven perspective, this new mindset. Same way. I took uh, some vacations, which is really neat. This first one... Uh, we, this water is really rare to find, and you're able to jump on this dock and then jump in and, and swim there, and it's so beautiful. And then the second one we were at, uh, this is the same place where Batman Begins was filmed, and you get to go up there, and you get to find the same sets that they had. And this last one, this city here, they bring uh, food from another island with food there. I'm just kidding. I've never been to these places. <laughs> never been. Never been. Never been. But here's the thing. Even if I had been, that would pale in comparison of what heaven will be like. And so there's beauty in going places. There really is, friends. And it's getting glimpses. There's beauty in vacations. But I really think the message of heaven is saying, beauty now for how we see Lansing, this region, these schools, the government, how we will bloom where God has planted us. The text continues in verse 3. It says, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying. Now, this is really powerful. A lot of times when we read Revelation, we're not able to see the good news filtered in how the, how the master Jesus is all laced in it. The imagery that's used to the judgment and the, the grand story of that there's, there's going to be a final account for our lives before a living and true God. And everything that we've done that's outside of his perfect will, will be exposed. We will stand guilty before an all-knowing, perfect judge who's blameless, who's not persuaded any which way if the lawyer gives a good pitch. But in that moment, we will be able to call on our great attorney, Jesus Christ, God's only son, to step in for us, who paid the payment that we couldn't. And we'll be spotless, free, blameless, and it'll be so powerful so what you have in Revelation. You have the ending, the grand finale of what this looks like. So to live today with the end in mind gives radical hope. But let's not be naive of the pain we see today. It says, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will wipe, 
will, God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. There won't be crying, pain, mourning anymore or death. Why? How? Because that implies that today there is crying, death, and mourning and pain. So we're not saying some kumbaya thing that's like, oh, yeah, Jesus did it. Yeah, man, you know, he's so good. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, you know, sister so-and-so just got diagnosed with it. Yeah, yeah, Jesus is so good, man. We're singing a song. You know, brother so-and-so's in the hospital, and yeah, it's so good. You know, brother so-and-so just lost a job. Oh, it's so good. It's all good. It's not that. All things new is not that. I'm not sure your pain, but I think about some of the moments of my pain, some of the times that tears have really flown. And I think to the largest pain is when I was first introduced to the, the frailty of life, mortality. And you see someone that you know, it's one thing if you go to a funeral and someone's over 75, you're like, okay, I get it, this is hard, we love, you know. You see your friend that's 16 in a casket, it changes things. When they were driving on the way to your house, you see your other friend in the hospital that they say, oh, liver's failing. Will you guys please come up here and pray? We pray. Next day, we're doing the funeral arrangements. Can you speak at it? What about the time when uh, I grew up with one of my best friends, lockers right next to each other, first year of the church, and they call me up to the hospital. They say, yeah, he's on life support because um, so, he's going to donate his organs before he passes. And, and then you, we would like for you to do that service as well. One of your best friends. Because the pain is real, y'all. Every single one of us, if we were to open up some of our pain, when we've cried and when we've hurt, we'd all have a story of a scroll. Scroll. When you look over, though, some, there's other people going through more. We're not trying to minimize or maximize pain. We're not trying to belittle it either. We're trying to recognize it's present. But how does God speak in the midst of it? It's kingdom perspective that he has overcome the sickness, that one day he's overcome the eviction. He's overcome the sentencing. He's overcome the mourning and the crying, the disease, the torture. He's overcome these situations, the tears. And I was praying at the first service, and I remember I felt like God said this, and I think it applies here today to the second service is this. Somebody that your pain is, you don't even feel heard. Does anybody hear me? You go places, people talk to you, they say, hey, but no one hears you. I feel like God's saying, hey, you're always heard by him. You got to have a different perspective of what you're looking for from each person. And then when you have that freedom, it gives you confidence. You shouldn't feel more free in your hobby than with the people with God. I can't come in that place because they're going to know my sin or it didn't work out. Or Look, the church is not meant to solve every issue. The church is meant to walk with each other through the issues, okay? And so you want to have a new perspective of what God's doing. We'll wait till he comes back down and we hold a church service. Then it's going to be great. Until then, it's going to be moments, highs, lows. I mean, I feel like I got seven phone calls this past week. Yep, this, this situation. Yep, that's crappy. Oh, yep, another one. Wow. It's, okay, time out. <laughs> Coach, I want to, can we retreat for a day or two? And then started getting some texts, though, to encourage me. Uh, you know, it's vision week. I, I'm sure the enemy's trying to turn up the heat a little bit. Uh, God's trying to stir up his people, so be, beware. 
Satan does not want you engaged. I promise you that. He does not want to see your family alive and electric. But I know who does, Jesus. You know how we get that, friends? Not by doing a bunch of stuff, but by receiving Christ-likeness. Faithfulness. Responding to his love. And this morning, as we just let the pain, the pain hang for a minute, and your pain, and I think as we open up our pain, I think by the spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit, is going to come in to make all things new in each one of us today. End times in the world. Emotionally desolate and cold, darkened skies, hardened hearts, no light, division, deceit, lies. The Weinsteins, the Nassers, the Dahmers, the Gacy's have been wreaking havoc on the world. Emotions are crazy. School shootings, human trafficking, riots and looting, ISIS recruiting and mental polluting, blasphemous, materialistic, God substituting. There's the dilapidation of the city. Poverty is the new face of all that was once ritzy. Streets are dirty, buildings are broken and fallen. Humanity is battered, their spirits are tired and sullen. But there's hope, there's hope. And the return, for, for it has been written, the faith in the Lord from whom we, the believers, are smitten. Trust and belief in a love that runs too, knowing that when he comes, he will make all things new. This is what I imagine it'll be like. So, when he comes, he descends. His presence makes amends. His light shines so bright, there's no need for star, sun, or night, for he is now taking what is right, his place as the light of the world, the sun. With the stride of each leg and the placement of each foot, below the pavement turns to gold, replacing the dirt, ashes, and soot. Precious metals, pearls, crystals, gems of all kinds now cover the buildings, gates, and streets are all lined. All that is broken in his wake will be fresh and clean. As he passes on the street, the homeless man's tattered clothes become pristine. No more holes, no more tears, no more dirt, just elegance. That building over there that riddles with cracks no longer lacks and the glass reflects the majesty of his presence. And I know that's my idea, so let's pause for a second. I just wanna check in. I reckon our minds will beckon different things, so imagine the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Multiply that by the images from your most beautiful dream times that to the infinite power plus 22. That's probably one, one millionth of what God can do. He will wipe away every tear from our eye. There'll be no more death, no sorrow, no cry. Anxiety is gone. Shame is no more. Medication's not needed. In him, humanity is healed. No sore. No death, no disease, no sickness, no ill, no fever, no suffering, no cancer, no bad will. All these things are gone forever, replaced by God's eternal love endeavor. And filled with only love, we will then remain the warmth and acceptance of his love. We will forever maintain. He, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the end, the Son of Man, the Lamb, the Great I Am, whom we depend, will dwell with us here. 
and the new heaven and earth need the sun no more. For he, the light of the world, dwells with us forevermore, and it will be perfect. When he comes, all things new. Yeah, I second that. Got a motion, carry it. There we go. Board meeting approved. I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, what are you doing? The 30 per 40% of the room was the same thing. There, there. Verse five, this jumped out and um, really this is, this is the driving point home today. And he who is, was seated on the throne said, I love that imagery, seated on the throne, like a king, you know? Not like a, as the king. He's the king. Behold, I am making all things new. Mic drop. Remember reading that and just beginning to weep because there's a longing the groaning that we feel today. The pain, the loss. But today, to count it as gain and perspective because of what really happens in the end, the grand finale. What's really gonna happen because Jesus the Lord. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. I like that. I haven't been able to finish a lot of things in life, but I'm so grateful God can. I'm the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. And to the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. Think of that, spring of a water of life without payment. No barn or water light bill without payment. It means it's coming through without payment. I left my water on. You got to pay for it. Oh, right without payment Hernandez family was out in Portland and they were praying and worshiping and they said they had a glimpse of Lansing and saw rivers running through the streets and there was river of life and water of life and impacting people and they're getting excited and rejuvenated and all these things and coming alive as people and they took us out to dinner we went to no tie and in no time, we're talking about this vision and we're sitting listening to worship music. And it was so resonating with exactly where God was taking us because this is in Revelation 21 and then into 22. The new water, the life, and the tree of life, and the river that's running through the city and this new city that God is with his people. And it's not about the things, it's not about the pumps, it's about the king and the one. And I remember thinking, wow, that's what God wants to do in the hearts of people here. We might not get new decks. We might not get new roads. The tech company, I'm not sure that Google or Apple's looking at Lansing. There's a better company, the kingdom of God that sent his people on mission. Last time I checked, we have jobs here. We're in the schools here. We're in the region here, the 517. That's us to be the salt and the light of the world, the hope to represent Jesus, to share the good news. The one who conquers will have the inheritance, will have the heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. Now, 
Every single one of you, hopefully, when you walked in, you got a vision mag and kind of the City Life magazine for this year and some items that are in it. And um, would love to say, will you come? Will you come play parts? Play your role. You might not be able to do everything. I think that's why a lot of times we don't want to feel the weight. Oh, I see the pain. I see the issues. I was on CNN this week. Oh, my goodness. Fox News. Whoa, I don't even know where they find people like that. And then, okay, someone got mad about CNN. Someone got mad about Fox News. And here's the thing. I, I watch the Cartoon Network, so y'all keep doing your thing. And uh, because I'm trying to, I, I want to be aware of it. There's a fine line. Well, don't we have to be aware in the world but not of it? But, okay, check the thing. We have a king that's overcome it. I, I don't think we talk about Jesus and how powerful he is enough. He can, take a, he can take a sick person, make him healed. He can make a brand, he can take a dead person, make him alive. He can take an ex-drug addict and make him brand new. I, I don't know. Maybe you haven't been through pain. I'm not sure. But pain can be a place of gain when you count it all as loss in light of the cross. Somebody here today. I hope you'd be liberated by our mission here at church. We're not here to fix every problem. We're here to simply be loved by Jesus and move Loving the city one life at a time. One life at a time. One life at a time. We're a good news church. That means we're built in and through for the gospel, proclamation of disciples alone. And our mission is to love the city one life at a time. So we empower people to, do, hopefully every message empowers you to go be the church. Like live it. And you can read a some of the vision, you can see some of our focuses. And I hope when you see these focuses, you say, these are my passions. Because I think God has just made us a voice for people that wanted a voice. I think I'm a voice for probably my grandparents. I'm a voice for every friend that's entered eternity. I'm a voice here for the voiceless. And because God wants to do something new in this city. It's not about me. It's not about Rob. It's not about the team. It's about us collectively of what God could do here in Lansing. Behold, I am making all things new. Jesus is better than the tech company. You'll see on page nine, some of the calendar. This whole calendar will be reflective to a mindset of like this. See, when we kicked off the church, we said, love the city. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, that's happening. And then we said, vision one, first year. We looked at Lansing. We're in Lansing. We're going to come back. We're going to give a good report like Joshua and Caleb. Do you realize the second group, they gave a bad report. They came back and they started talking junk. Oh, the road, they don't know if we could do it. I don't know if God's big enough. And you know what? They all died and didn't get to go. But the ones who saw it as good got to go. So I really think how you see it matters because it really, it, it shows us how much we believe who Jesus is and what he's done. Behold, I am with you always. You'll see in this calendar, um, want to invite, man, I don't know who the 20 people are going to be here. We got seven slots already filled for the art conference, but come. Yeah, there's a cost. Sometimes in your life, you're going to have to make changes to get available for God. And there's other times where you need to just feel the grace of God in your own season where you are in a, you're in a very unique lane. You know, think about a single mom with a newborn. You can't come to everything. Be free, girl. I wish I could. No, be free. You think about a businessman traveling all over the world. I can't be on the dream team. It's all good. Be free. Come back and write a check. You know, like do your thing. But I'm thinking about also the person that says, oh, I don't know if I can make it to it. Well, you never really ask God 
if, if, if God wants your schedule to look the way it looks? May we ask bold questions today. God, what does new look like for my life? We have a few goals here. Um, last year, we laid out some goals. So if you've been on this journey, cool part about it is no matter where you pick up, God knew you were coming in. And so it, it, people have been building the way to get to this point. Amen. We honor them. We keep building together. And then every lap of the way, it's all for the team, all for the family. So you haven't missed anything. Be a part of new now. Some of the goals is love the city truck. We unveiled that last year. And with the other goals, we were able to hit all of our goals. We continued to bring this one over because we wanted to introduce it last year, but mobilize it this year. The reason the truck, I think, will be so important is envision this. Being on the phone with someone and saying, hey, can you pick me up for church? Oh, we don't have buses yet. Well, that's not envisioning that happens all the time here. Can you pick us up? We can't. But what about if we bring a truck? Oh, we can throw a concert right in your neighborhood. Oh, we can have church right in your neighborhood. Oh, we can feed people right in your neighborhood. It starts to become a symbolic sign for hope everywhere we go. So it's 35K to get that sucker off the ground and then $1,000 a month to operate it. It's going to be real. It's going to take some effort and initiative. And then we're going to need people to run it. And I hope that every time you see someone run it, you just rejoice in it. I gave a dollar to that thing. I'm in it. And I hope that it signifies hope everywhere it goes. We're going to do a worship album this year because uh, God's called us to create new things. We're going to create a Kids City uh, worship music album. God's called us to do new things. We have a new website. And we didn't do much more goals than that because we want to do a few things really well. We want to continue Sunday experience here. All things new, all the time. We want to see friends come to faith. We want to see enemies come to faith. We want in the same place for people that used to fight. Now make it right here. A place of pain, right? Now it becomes a place of gain. That's what, we want to see that. We want to see discipleship, community come alive. Today, you need to make the jump. Sign up for some of the groups in the hallway. And then we want to continue investing in the schools we're investing in. Fairview Elementary, Pattengill Middle School, and Eastern High School. And we're continuing to. We want to have a portfolio that loves the city. The city um, flows through education. It always will. It's, just, it's where kids are at. And so the future is wrapped up in our kids right over there. So we want to have prolific um, youth and kids ministry all the time. You know, you hear a lot of news of what's going on in the Capitol. I want to pray right now as we kind of just pull up some images together. That you'll see this Capitol picture here. And think of the new city for a moment. Think of when it's all going to be right. It's kind of unique when you look at the Capitol building because right behind it is a bunch of neighborhood houses that, you know, aren't as established, let's say, Right? So there's your and my tax money, but there's leaders who oversee. But here's the thing. They're overseen on behalf of God. So God's not mad about it. He's, he's working through it, but he wants his people to be present because the real love is going to be through you and me, not through that. The tech company doesn't come to ask the government and they don't come to set up things. The tech company is you. The tech company is me. The tech company that's going to go down the streets, that's going to love people, that's going to be a bridge between DeWitt and be a bridge in the inner city of Lansing is us. Love the 517. 
God, right now we pray over our officials that are here locally, all things new. We pray that we will start to see uh, officials here in Lansing. It's a capital city. It needs to reflect a capital love. And I pray that you will put your just stamp of love and approval on this city, all things new like never before. We pray for our schools. When you think of our schools, I can't wait for a day that we, it's all things new. I'm talking not just new facilities, but new power and peace and harmony and, and, and equality that people can learn and, and love each other on a deep, deep way. Think of our schools right now, all things new. Now when you get this next image, you see the city, right? The road is paved on Michigan, but it seems like it can't get paved anywhere else. Well, play Mario Kart and you gotta dodge some things. Every once in a while you're gonna, I wanna move, I get it, I get it. But if God's called you here, you better start talking differently. And check me if I start talking silly, because I do sometimes. Like, gosh, I can't stand that place. I don't know how they stay open, you know? Pay 12 bucks for that. But hey, that's their best play today. I want to be the change I want to see. Oh, that's great, great. Have you ever considered, you know, you just say, all things new in the name of Jesus, roads, highways, byways, that we see the city differently. If God's planted us here, then I want it to be known. I hope that somebody flies in Google, Apple, Nike, and they start to say, I can't believe on the type of revitalization that's taking place in the hearts of people's minds because they see people differently, they think differently, they love differently, and that's what we're talking about doing. And then you see this next place. It's becoming a common picture now all the time, the house here. You're seeing these houses boarded up. You can't fix the decks fast enough. Let's be honest. You can't. You can't solve. The goal of us is not to solve every house in Lansing. The goal of us is to take as many people to heaven with us and then bring heaven down into Lansing. So first, good news. I'm in it. I'm trying to bring more people with me. I don't save people. God does. But I reflect the heaven mindset because God is making all things new forever. So we're making all things new now. It's kind of how that works. And lastly, this is what it's really all about, friends. God has been slow to come back because he wants more people to come into repentance. It's always about faces. It's always about people. Well, this is great. It's emotional. Well, how does this land? I want to need some practical things. Okay, well, number one, let's live as a new person, a new you right now. When you're in Jesus, you're a new you. You've been taking stuff from the old era. Maybe today's the day where you say, I'm not the person I was. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm in Jesus, and that's enough. And that's enough. Let the pain hang somewhere else, and let's move forward. New you. Two, when does new happen? We just wait for heaven and twirl our thumbs. No, no, no. Heaven is going to look a lot like what we do now. I love how Virginia said, um, in the, your spoken word, it's gonna be one one millionth of anything we dream. One one millionth, I like that. Cause you can't conceive it, but that's how awesome it's gonna be. New you, new now. Bring heaven now. The qualities, the likeness, behavior, the attitude, now. The mercy, the love, the order, the justice, now. The opportunity, the voices to be heard, now. Care, now. All things new, now. And then lastly, all because, man, it's going to be new forever. That's really neat. New forever. So here's where we end. How will we see Lansing? How will we see the city? How will we see this region? How will we see the people? 
Are we more excited about a company coming in and solving everything or just praising Jesus along the way? I hope it's two. Because, my goodness, our treasure map at the end, whew, are you kidding me? We're going to be talking about that the next few weeks of how living with the end in mind gives so much hope for today. God doesn't even need asphalt. He's got gold for the roads. Here's the crazy part. We're not worshiping the gold. We're worshiping him. Sometimes we're worshiping the gold here. We want the things and we focus on what we don't have. But we have him. We're going to take a few minutes and we're going to take inventory. And... I, uh, will you pull up the verse, um, write all things new, verse 5 and 6 in there. And remember right before that, is, it says, no more pain, no more tears, no more sorrow, no more any of that, right? So there's no more death, nothing. And now you come right into this great moment of, behold, I'm making all things new. And what's crazy is we have this great high hope there, but in verse 8, which isn't in the video, it's the contrast of too often what we've led with. And it says that for all the faithless, the cowardly and sorcerers, and adults, it says they will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, the second death. This is so crazy. It means that everyone with Jesus is gonna have this great, 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 great moment. And those without him won't. Everlasting torment and torture separated from God. Now, a little disclaimer. Too often we've led with this one. We say, hey, sinners going to hell. Well, what about if we start leading with the beauty more? Hey, sinners, you can be made a saint by Jesus into the new home and hope, but we also embrace the reality of this, friends. That's why in your bag, you'll have this. Easter is a prolific opportunity to share some good news. You think, I don't want to invite anyone to church. Okay, well, but that is so real. It brings, it brings a holy fear in me that I need to step up my game a little bit. I'm already challenged by this, thinking who's my forever 10 that I want to spend eternity with that maybe today I'm not sure they would come. Well, how about you don't have to figure it all out? How about you just simply say, hey, what's up? I'd love to have you celebrate Easter with us. And Jesus changed my life. Why don't you come consider? You can sit with me. And on the back of all the flyers, there's this little white section that you can write their name in. You can say, oh, hey, John, I want you to come with me. Jeremiah, I want you to come with me. Tiffany, I want you to come with me. You just say, oh, I want you to come with me. Maybe you don't see yourself as an evangelist in this next season. Well, uh, Jesus left who? He left you. He left me. Some people will be better at it. Some people won't be as gifted, but I think we could all, in light of this truth, try to bring more people with us because it's about faces. And so the challenge is simply get on board for Easter. We believe all things new so bad, we want every person to feel that in their heart. That love runs to, not from, the good report, love runs to, not from, we show up right in the midst of the neighborhood and we say, man, there's good news. God loves you. God loves you. And so we're leaning in right now. We're leaning in as friends and family right now. Like we're leaning in. God, what do you want from me? We're leaning in. Okay, God, what do you want from me? I want to be where the wild things are. How do I play my part? 
Today, it starts by receiving his new perspective for you, for me. You can bring some candy in the weeks ahead. Uh, put it in the bin that will be out front. April 1st will be Easter. We'll, crazy, we'll come up with some crazy April Fool's jokes, you know. Maybe throw a party at a grave site or something. is real y'all it is but if Jesus overcame it all then our praise is better our praise is better our praise is better a dash on a tombstone is just a moment away but we're gonna come face to face with God and all of our friends and family that knew Jesus Christ the message of eternity is so powerful so powerful behold I am making all things new will you take a few moments here before we go about our day, eat food from Sodexo. Shout out to them providing food for the Lansing School District and for City Life today. The partnership's great. And uh, so you get some snacks and get to hang out with your, you know, pick up your kids or walk outside and be confronted with cloudy or I'm not sure what this is going to look like, but um, maybe take a moment just to seal it. Say, God, will you seal it? some lacquer thinner on this. I want to seal this thought. I want to seal heaven in me right now. So would you stand and worship? Maybe, maybe kneel if you kneel and surrender. Maybe raise your hands. I know a lot of times I raise my hands because it, it lets me know I'm not in charge. You are. I don't care what anyone's thinking. Um, you're the king. And so I think sometimes even in this room, in this place, we care too much about what people think instead of what Jesus thinks. We're so busy trying to outthink Jesus. We'd, we'd be in our own little um, meeting together, conversating, and Jesus left. We're like, where'd he go? Right now, I pray we let loose and we're free. Free from the shackles, the addictions, the anxieties, the worries, the gun control conversations. Free from all the division right now for a moment that you would seal what heaven wants to say, that God is making all things new. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.